foreign nationals held without charge or trial under terrorism laws challenged the Court of Appeal. Their lawyers claimed the men were being held on evidence obtained by torture in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. They asked the courts to rule against the use of evidence obtained by foreign states using torture. But the court decided by a two-to-one majority that as long as there's no involvement by the UK, evidence obtained under torture by agents of another country is admissible. The ruling provoked anger and concern among human rights organisations across the world. Now, Britain's highest court, the House of Lords, is hearing an appeal against that ruling. Lawyers argue that it breaches Article 3 of the European Convention on Human Rights, which bans torture or degrading treatment. The judges will hear evidence from organisations like Amnesty International, the Law Society and Liberty. They're expected to reach a decision by the end of the year. This is Naomi Fowler in London for Free Speech Radio News. Forensic experts in Bosnia-Herzegovina have uncovered the remains of 482 people in a village 20 miles from the location of one of modern Europe's most notorious massacres. Zoran Chulafic reports from Belgrade. Forensic experts believe that the remains are of Bosnian Muslims murdered after Bosnian Serbs Army Commander General Ratko Mladic entered the city of Srebrenica in July 1995. The forensic team leader, Murat Khorti, says that the condition of the remains indicates that they have been moved to the mass grave in the village of Lipje in an attempt to hide them. Of the hundreds of sets of remains uncovered, only eight skeletons were intact. In July 1995, Serb soldiers overrun the eastern Bosnian enclave of Srebrenica during the Yugoslav civil war, killing around 7,000 Muslim men and boys in what is seen as Europe's worst massacre since World War II. Serb General Ratko Mladic and wartime Serb leader Radovan Karadzic have been indicted by the Hague-based International Criminal Tribunal for former Yugoslavia. However, both of them are still at large. For Free Speech Radio News, I'm Zoran Chulafic in Belgrade. A government minister was killed in Indian-administered Kashmir today when two militants barged into a high-security zone. From Kashmir, Shanawaz Khan has more. Two armed militants entered a highly protected VIP residential locality in Srinagar on Tuesday, killing the State Minister of Education and three others. Security guards at the gate challenged the assailants, triggering a gun battle, which killed one militant and two policemen. The other assailant jumped over the boundary wall into the adjoining house and opened fire at the Education Minister and his two guests. The gunman managed to escape from the scene. Two militant outfits, Al-Mansuran and Islamic Friend, separately claimed responsibility for the attack. The attack came despite a temporary suspension of operations called by an alliance of 14 militant groups active in Kashmir. Chief Minister Mufti Mohammed Said condemned the incident, saying the attack was made more reprehensible as the state remains in shock over the devastation by the killer quake on October 8. The Jammu and Kashmir government has ordered a high-level inquiry to probe how the two guerrillas enter the highly guarded Tulsibag locality. For Free Speech Radio News, I'm Shanawaz Khan from Srinagar, Kashmir. The thousands of Gulf Coast residents wishing to return home have joined forces with the Association of Community Organizations for Reform Now, or ACORN, to form the first nationwide organization of displaced New Orleans residents and other Katrina survivors. Grace Turner reports. 
This morning, the nation's largest community organization of low and moderate income families, ACORN, announced the launch of the Katrina Survivors Association, or AKSA. Stephen Bradbury, New Orleans AKSA head organizer, believes the government has failed in its response to the needs of the victims of Hurricane Katrina. I recall an article in the Wall Street Journal where you know rich white people up on St. Charles Avenue were saying that they would like to see the you know the economic, the demographic. Uh, change in the city, that they don't want the type of people who were there before coming back. And that would certainly lead us to believe that there are those who are working to keep the people who are the heart and soul of New Orleans from returning home. The Acorn Katrina Survivors Association plans to reach a total of 100,000 members in the next year. In the coming months, AKSA members say they will use public pressure, direct action, and dialogue with elected officials to rebuild their communities from the grassroots up. For Free Speech Radio News, I'm Grace Turner. Some 38,000 public school teachers in British Columbia, Canada, today complete their first week of what the government calls an illegal strike. Allison Benjamin reports from Vancouver. Teachers walked out after the provincial government extended teaching contracts for two years. The government passed a law in 2001 declaring public education an essential service. This made strikes by public school teachers illegal. After finding the teachers' union in civil content last week, the B.C. Supreme Court froze assets the union could use to continue the strike, such as strike pay. The B.C. Attorney General has hired a special prosecutor to look at whether the union should face criminal charges for refusing to work. On Monday, thousands of teachers and other unionized workers marched to the legislature in Victoria, the capital of B.C. Public transportation stopped in Victoria on Monday and was slowed in Nanaimo as workers carried out sympathy strikes. Around 600,000 students are affected by the school strike. For Free Speech Radio News in Vancouver, B.C., Canada, I'm Allison Benjamin. And I'm Shannon Young for Free Speech Radio News. Okay, you uh, heard the headlines, and you are going to hear the rest of this very, very special Free Speech Radio News broadcast. But uh, we're going to interrupt it at this point because we have a treat for you and something that will help us, too. You, uh, If you listened to the last program, you heard about oil on ice. You heard about uh, what's going on with the, the people who want to plunder the Antarctic, the, the Arctic wildlife preserve one of the few pristine areas we have left in their glut in their need for oil and there's another thing you need to know about oil the oil factor you need to know if we really went to iraq and and invaded there because we want uh, more oil or is there more to it and there's a video put together that tells you all that and more it lets you know when we're going to run out of oil. This is a gift we're offering you today as a premium, as a thank you gift for subscribing to listener-sponsored radio and keeping free speech radio news alive and well. And this, we're going to play you a little bit of this incredible video, The Oil Factor. It's got, it's got people like Zbigniew Brzezinski, Noam Chomsky. It's narrated by, well, you'll probably guess who. Maybe we should tell him later. I'm here with Sandra Lupian, who does such a beautiful job of the, of the morning news. Thanks, Shall Mary. we, uh, 
play it now, or what do you think? I think we we should play it right right now. As soon as we tell folks uh, that if they pledge one hundred dollars, they can they can have the DVD, The Oil Factor, as a gift of our appreciation to them for contributing to KPFA and supporting Free Speech Radio News. There's another choice of a DVD called Oil on Ice, which uh, Philip Maldry was uh, telling you about last hour, and that's also $100. You can have both of those great DVDs for $180 if you call now and pledge that amount. And the numbers to call are 510-848-5732, 439 You can also pledge online during this clip at www.kpfa.org. So now let's play that clip from The Oil Factor. The idea that the United States needed to go to war uh, with Iraq um, over the issue of oil, I think, is just wrong-headed. There was no push, you know, to get more oil by getting rid of Saddam. The truth is we had plenty of oil in the world and the supplies were enough. In June 2004, just one day's worth of oil consumption would represent a line of barrels long enough to encircle the earth. With almost half used for fuel and the other half used for plastics and chemicals, oil is indispensable in every single aspect of our modern everyday lives. The world population has been able to increase over the course of one century from about one and a half billion to six and a half billion only because oil has allowed for more food to be grown and distributed than ever before. World food production is so dependent upon hydrocarbon energy. All commercial fertilizers are made out of natural gas, which produces ammonia. All pesticides are made out of oil. Uh, now with agribusiness, you drive an oil-powered machine to plow, you drive an oil-powered machine to plant, then you fertilize it with natural gas, then you irrigate it with water that's pumped by electric pumps that are that, where the electricity comes from burning natural gas or oil in most cases. Uh, then you spray it with oil pesticides, then you harvest it uh, with an oil-powered vehicle, and you dr the bottom line is that we eat 10 calories of hydrocarbon energy for every calorie of food consumed on the planet. All around the world, oil consumption is exploding. New gigantic markets, such as those in India and China, have opened up to modern consumerism and have driven the global need for oil through the roof. China, with its red-hot economy, uh, just passed Japan as the second largest importer of oil on the planet. China's economy has had a, oh, like a 10% growth rate. It's on fire. The Chinese people are demanding more computers, automobiles. Chinese auto sales up 100% in one year. GM sales in China up 300% in one year. That's what keeps the American economy going. The United States, the only superpower, uses 20 million barrels of oil every day. And it is estimated that it will need 25 million barrels per day around 2020. While its own reserves are dwindling, the U.S. only produces 5 to 6 million barrels per day and imports almost three-quarters of the oil it needs. Satellite imaging applied to oil exploration has confirmed a stark reality. With increasing consumption and diminishing reserves, the world is rapidly running out of oil. At the current rate of production, the West will be first to hit the zero mark by 2010.
At this point, both the United States and Europe will depend entirely on outside sources for their oil. Eastern Europe and former Soviet Union, while self-sufficient today, are next and due to run out by 2013. With its exploding oil consumption, Asia will run dry in 2018. The reality, however, is that the United States is unlikely to remain idle while the soaring price of oil torpedoes its oil-guzzling economy. Is it conceivable that the United States, that dominates the world with its technology, its economy, its military, its space programs, is it conceivable that such a power would let itself fall at the mercy of the outside world for an energy source indispensable to its existence? This is impossible. Right after the Bush administration took office, Vice President Cheney took over and instituted what was called the National Energy Policy Development Group, or NEPDG. Uh, most people just call it the Energy Task Force, the Vice President's Energy Task Force. It operated in secret from January of 2001 until May of 2001. Seven pages of records were finally released out of who knows how many thousands of pages. Uh, and what those showed was they were maps, uh, maps of all the oil fields in Iraq, the oil fields in the United Arab Emirates, which would be, you know, Qatar, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, Omar, all the Emirates, and all the maps of the oil fields in Saudi Arabia, along with lists of all the countries and the companies that had devel oil development contracts in that region. Uh, that's very telling. My analysis of those shows, it confirms, first of all, that 60% of all the recoverable oil on the planet is located in an area maybe the size, the size of Kansas, very small area. But that's clearly what they were looking at. We had been dissatisfied, as were the Saudis, with our bases in Saudi Arabia. Huge pressure to move out of Saudi Arabia. Where would we move to? There were really, we had saturated Kuwait with our bases. Um, the base we have in Qatar is too far south. Um, certainly Iran is not an option. Turkey was becoming problematic because they have democracy in Turkey and they actually have to consent to our presence there. So. We're looking for a new place to put bases, uh, which will allow us to exercise uh, political, some economic, and certainly military power in the region. Uh, Iraq was selected. It met the required conditions. Uh, first condition is it was understood that it was completely defenseless. You don't attack a country if it can defend itself. Secondly, it was important because it has the second largest oil reserves in the world, and it's right at the heart of the main oil-producing region of the world. So establishing a client state in Iraq, uh, presumably with military bases, uh, would put the United States in an even stronger position than before. Additionally, with U.S. forces all around the Gulf and controlling one of the world's largest oil exporters, the U.S. would have strategic control over uh, Persian Gulf oil. And that's power. Um, in that position, the U.S. can cut off oil to anyone it wants by stopping ships from going out of the Persian Gulf or, and uh, creating an embargo. So I, I think it's much more oil for power than it is oil for, for money. Well, enough barrels you, of oil used in one day to circle the entire world. Think about that a little bit. You were just listening to a clip from the documentary The Oil Factor on KPFA Radio. 
You're listening to an hour-long special edition of Free Speech Radio News this afternoon, and we'll be on here until 4 o'clock. I'm Sandra Lupian with the KPFA News Department, and I wanted to let you know that if you call now and make a pledge to KPFA, you can have that DVD, The Oil Factor, for your pledge of $100. The phone numbers to call are 510-848-5732. That's if you're in the East Bay area, 510-848-5732. Or toll free at 1-800-439-5732. It's really hard to fathom that we use that much oil. I'm here with Mary Berg, who is, as you probably know, a member of our local station board. She's a music programmer at KPFA. She's a news reporter here. She basically does most everything around here. And uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to ask you to pledge your support to Free Speech Radio News today. Mary? Yeah, uh, it is a little hard to fathom. And it's also hard to fathom that... For every calorie of food you consume, you are consuming now 10 calories of hydrocarbons. Did you know that? Of course, if people would farm ecologically and sustainably, you wouldn't have to have any of those hydrocarbons. But this video lays it out for you. If you want to fill in the blanks about what's going on in this so-called war on terror, you need this video. You badly do. And you also, to get, you can have the whole package for $180 and find what's happening in our Alaska oil reserves. The number to call, I see three, I see three people on the line, and we're going to need about 25 of you to call at least. 848-5732. In the five and dime, it's 848-5732. If you're outside the East Bay, it's totally toll free. If you're listening online and you'd rather talk to a human than pledge online, why, give us a call. We've got people in the phone room waiting for you. 1-800-439-5732. one 800 800-439-KPFA. You can fill in the blanks about the war on terror with this video and also by listening to KPFA. And that's where we bring you this. You wouldn't have known about it. Okay, I think we've got four calls. We're going to need 21 more. See, I can do the math. 848-5732-1-800-439-5732. And these videos are thank you gifts. If you pledge at a $100 rate, which you can pay on an installment, you can find out all about the oil factor and how it factors into your life. If you want to get oil on ice in addition, it's uh, that's also a $100 pledge or instead of, but two together are $180 any way you can do it. We're looking for 25 new calls and at least five new subscribers. Sandra. And that's before we go back to play you the rest of the newscast, Free Speech Radio News. We know that you're here to listen to Free Speech Radio News because you value free speech. It's interesting, I think, that the show that we've cut into to ask for your support is called Free Speech Radio News. You know, I think more and more that combination of words is an anomaly, maybe even a paradox. What's being passed off as news has less and less to do with free speech and more and more to do with you know, presenting a rosy picture of the economy or, or of America as a nation of free people or the war on an occupation of Iraq. Just last week, for example, President Bush held a teleconference. You might have heard about it was in Washington, D.C., with soldiers in the Iraqi city of Tikrit. And the first rounds of reports on the wire told us of, of that, that soldiers were answering questions posed by the president. I want to break in and give you the number here, 800-439-5732 or 510-848-5732. 
We need 18 more of you to call, if my math is right. 18 people before we're through here. And Hard Knock comes on. So if you didn't get that number, once again, 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-439-KPFA. In the East Bay, simply 848-5732. A little bit more on that story. That wasn't the whole story. Later that morning, after Bush had the teleconference with the soldiers in Iraq, a tape was released. And what it showed was a military official rehearsing from the White House with the soldiers in Crete in advance of the teleconference, very carefully scripting how they were ordered to respond to questions. If that doesn't seem like free speech to you, I urge you to call now to support Free Speech Radio News. And those numbers are toll-free, 1-800-439-5732, And we have some wonderful premiums we can offer you as thank you gifts, and Mary's going to tell you a little bit more about them. Yes, we have two DVDs, two videos about the oil and the oil and what it means to you. One of them is the oil factor, and that answers questions as to why we went and invaded Iraq. Why did we pick Iraq? You heard a little bit about it if you heard that clip. Well, it was suitable. It was totally defenseless. That's always important if you're going to go bomb out somebody and kill everybody in the place. And then, uh, you know, it was... uh, It gave strategic control to the U.S. so they could call an embargo and shut off the oil from everybody. And you wonder, why don't we have solar? Why don't we have wind power? Well, uh, you can listen to Free Speech Radio News on a daily basis, and you can begin to find out why we don't, and also what you can do about it. You can listen to all the programming here on KPFA of all kinds because it gives you the whole picture. 1-800-439-5732, 1-800-439-KPFA. In the East Bay, it's a toll-free call, 848-5732. And you can get both of these videos for a $180 pledge, which you can uh, pay by installments. You can pay as little as $5 a month. You can pay it any way that's comfortable for you, as long as you put up what you can. What we're doing is coming here and volunteering our time and we're because we love what we're doing. And we love it because you don't hear this anywhere. I was recently traveling someplace and there wasn't any place to listen to and there was no music. It was all canned crap. Crap's okay to say. That's not one of those seven words. Not one of the words. Not yet. And uh, and the news was no news at all. It was just what Sandra was talking about. It was totally manufactured. 848-5732-848-KPFA, 1-800-439-5732. Free Speech Radio News is not manufactured. We have over 250 people all over the planet. I think they are not in Antarctica. But we right. are training a penguin. Penguins... <laughs> can learn to communicate and we have someone in the white house who is incapable of doing that so give us a call 848-5732-1-800-439-5732-1-800-439 kpfa there's another light lighting we have lights we know when you're calling if you've listened and never subscribed please call us now and it looks like we need about 15 more callers to give us a call in the next five minutes before we return to play the rest of the newscast which we know you want to hear we have some excellent stories coming up and uh let me tell you a little bit about them we do a teaser here do a little teaser (laughs) let's see we've got a story coming up about, about the bush administration pushing a guest workers program uh, it says that he, he signaled that he would oppose any immigration proposal that created a pathway to 
permanent residency for undocumented immigrants. Uh, there's another story down here a little bit further about uh, United Nations reform. Don't you want to know what they're doing to reform it now? It's all very, very fascinating, and you can hear it, but first we need you to call 1-800-439-5732, 510-848-5732. And if you'd like to put up some challenge money, if you... Uh just are of an adventuresome nature, we would love to have that because that sometimes does encourage people. So if you want to put up any kind of money that the listeners have to match, please call in with that too. Just call in and let us know you're there. Let us know you're part of what you're listening to because... That's how it all works. It started back uh, all 50 some odd, back in 1949. And the concept was so revolutionary. There wouldn't be any sponsors. It would just be the listeners and the people doing the programming. And the people who did the programming would do it because of the passion they had for what they were doing. And the listeners would be willing to support this. And everyone said to Lou Hill, you're insane. Nobody's going to do this. We're going to pay for radio. Of course, you are paying for commercial radio. You're paying 10 to 20 cents on every dollar you spend, whether you like it or not. Here, you control what you want to spend. You are the sponsor. And you are our only sponsors, essentially, over 90% of our money. Give us a call, 848-5732-848-KPFA, 1-800-439-5732, 1-800-439-KPFA. If you have listened to this station, if you have listened to Free Speech Radio News, which was started when, uh, way back, some of you remember how it got started when we had uh, the pathetic... Anyway, we won't go into the pathetic Pacific news right now. It was pretty pathetic back then. but And it's been with people that it's increased over 250 people. People are getting trained all over the world. And this is how communication can continue and how you can find what's going on. Are we on the air right now? I can't believe there's no one calling in right now. There are no callers on the line. Hello, test, 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 test. I know that you want to support Free Speech Radio News reporters. Free Speech Radio News reporters talk to people on the ground. They're unrehearsed. They're unembedded. They're just talking to people in the areas where the news is happening. You have to support them now. 1-800-439-5732-510-848-5732. Thank you for that call. Free Speech Radio news reporters are working hard to bring you the truth about what's going on, and it's especially about those angles that the mainstream corporate media just glosses over, things you don't hear about anywhere else, things that the government doesn't want you to know. They work for you. The reporters are working for you to bring information to you because you've you've asked them to, and the way you ask them is by giving us your support, by pledging your financial support to KPFA. Call 510-848-5732-1-800-439-5732. When you support Free Speech Radio News, you're supporting the work of those 250 reporters Mary mentioned before. They're all over the United States and all over the world. You're putting reporters on the ground in Nigeria, in Pakistan, London, Israel and Palestine, Argentina, Mexico, Iraq, Thailand, just to name a few. And again, that penguin that Mary was talking about before. And you know what? That is amazing. 
Call now, 1-800-439-5732, 510-848-5732. You can have the DVD, The Oil Factor, for a donation of $100. You can have Oil on Ice, another DVD, for $100. Or you can have them both for $180. But you can only have them if you call now. And those are the gifts that we give you as thank you gifts for you to learn. And remember that this is the day, if you have never done it before, that you became a member of the Pacifica Foundation, a member of the KPFA, a real sponsor of what you're listening to. This is what it's all about. And you'll feel good when you do that. They're, they're so valuable, these, these videos. You can have people over and you can show them. And when you've seen them and if you want to donate them to a library, since libraries are in trouble, whatever. But at any rate you can call, now is the time to do it, to support Free Speech Radio News. We need you. There's over 100 stations around the country who are being able to hear Free Speech Radio News. And we need to cover the whole planet with it. 848-5732-848-KPF. 1-800-439-5732. And we have one minute before we are going to go back to the news broadcast and play you the rest of those stories. Please call now. Join the three call, four callers now. Five callers now on the line. Join them at 510-848-5732. 1-800-439-5732. Please keep your donations coming while we play the rest of this newscast. We want to make sure to play the whole newscast for you so you can have the information you want, the information you deserve to have. 1-800-439-5732. 510-848-5732. Now back to Free Speech Radio News. The Bush administration signaled it would oppose any immigration proposal that created a legal pathway to permanent residency for undocumented immigrants. Instead, the administration reiterated its call for a temporary guest worker program that would allow undocumented immigrants to work for up to six years in the U.S. before being forced to leave. From Capitol Hill, Mitch Jezerich reports. Secretary of Homeland Security Michael Chertoff and Secretary of Labor Elaine Chao both testified to the Senate Judiciary Committee today on immigration proposals in Congress. They say the Bush administration supports a three-part plan that would create a temporary guest worker program, strengthen border security, and aggressively enforce immigration laws in the U.S. Answering questions from